the green tribe, the dollar nationalists, they will try to keep people in. So they will like try to impose like digital lockdowns or like digital Berlin walls, you know, so people don't flee to the free free side. But uh, I think they will fail because mm -hmm. we are like uh, kind of in the West, at least we are on a kind of like decentralization arc. So they will fail things Balaji. Hello everyone and welcome back to another new episode of Mutambo Desk Podcast. My name is Duke Mutambo and today I have a pleasure of talking again uh, to Jakub Shimek, a co-founder of Ezecha DAO and an author of Wisdom Enterprising. With Jakub, we will discuss his recent article on, on Orange uh, Tribe of Tech Progressivism versus Green Tribe of uh, status, status Quo uh, Statism. Jakub, welcome again uh, on Mutambo Desk Podcast. Hi, Duke. It's a pleasure to see you and to talk to you. Yeah, it's uh, always uh, an honor uh, having you on the show. Let's start with the article you wrote about the political compass uh, rotating by 90 degrees. Maybe can you tell us more about uh, this shift? Right. So it's like Balaji Srinivasan, he talks about the re realignment uh, on the political compass. He's not alone. Um, but you can imagine like... Um, four quadrants or you know like a kind of imagine a compass how it how it kind of looks and so you have like you know the traditional distinction between the left and the right you know so or let's say uh the the blue and the reds in in the us uh kind of roughly speaking and then uh on the top uh you have like the the vertical axis is like the the authoritarian versus the libertarian axis so you have the left and right axis like the horizontal one and if you imagine some kind of like a cross right or um uh, or a plot, you know, so on the vertical axis, you have like the, the authoritarian versus the libertarian. And so the realignment, it's kind of like uh, the, the main conflict used to be like the left versus the right, you know, let's say like the kind of uh, more e economic, like kind of equality versus like uh, more kind of like focus on uh, merit and, and exceptionalism and kind of economic freedom. And now it's kind of like... Uh, realigning 90 degrees like turning or rotating 90 degrees and the main uh, kind of conflict the political conflict is between the the authoritarians and the libertarians and these uh, this could be like both like left and right libertarians uh, uh, or like more left-leaning and right-leaning libertarians versus uh, the uh, the authoritarians like the left and the right authoritarians so it's like um uh yeah, you can also think about it uh, differently. The, uh, it could be something like the network versus the state or uh, the cloud versus the land, you know. And so uh, like previously, um, and also like it's good kind of to Im uh, simplify it or imagine that the... Um, the like on the top uh, left and the top right, so the, the authoritarians, they're like the socialist and the... Mm, and and uh, the nationalist right and mm -hmm. so and the bottom quadrants are 
uh yeah so it's like the internationalists and the capitalists so now it's like uh basically uh the internationalists capitalists are like versus the socialists and nationalists so that's like the the the, the kind of conflict so uh and also the realignment so um yeah the, it, it just like okay. uh shortly <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, that's fascinating uh perspective Jakub. so Balaji believes that uh, the orange uh, tribe of tech progressism is is cla- I mean clashing with the green tribe of status uh, quo statism. How do you see this playing out in the political arena? Yeah, right. So uh, the the orange tribe is like uh, something like uh, maybe in a very close future we would see some kind of like. Um, mm, uh let's say rep- re- republicans in the us like signaling more and more uh um, like uh towards uh bitcoin maximalism or embracing bitcoin maximalism so you know you have like these network ideologies like balaji has these like a god uh state and network kind of like three leviathans or three like big powers in the history yeah yeah no, you know like people uh-huh. uh, before like were all or all about like uh, believing in in god and god was like the the almighty power that uh let's say would strike you if you uh if you sinned or if you did something wrong and then later on like let's say in the industrial age people kind of uh have, have they always have this kind of god shaped hole in their hearts so, <laughs> says balaji also so they kind of swapped the the god for gov you know so it's like the government you know so like now the state is like another leviathan so let's say people believe in uh, like this uh very smart detectives you see all these like detective stories these thrillers or some kind of spy stories you know like how they are the smart guys who are protecting the world you know like from some evil uh, i don't know powers mm-hmm. so mm, so it's like when the Nietzsche said, like God is dead. He kind of uh, meant that the the, the elites in uh, during his time he uh, they they f- they stopped believing in God and they be- they started to believe in Gav, so in the state, you know, government, and so on. Like now, with now it's more like kind of we live in the network age uh, thanks to internet. So it's not just like industrial revolution, but it's like information revolution, and now the network is kind of primary. So also we we can say with. <laughs> uh uh like like if we want to play like some uh uh a network age uh, niches uh, <laughs> uh you know like a niche nietzschean kind of characters uh we would say that the gov is dead you know not god <laughs> but the gov you know gov, so, yeah. like <laughs> government so it it kind of doesn't mean that people stopped believing in government but like you have like elites like let's say elon musk um uh out executing the uh, the government many times so i don't know if it's like 80 percent of like the cargo like uh, the space uh, you know like um, basically spacex is like uh uh sending as many uh rockets rockets or like uh, the the satellites launching satellites uh, uh, you know it's like 80 percent of all the the satellites i think are are launched by spacex if i remember correctly yeah so it's like many governments you know uh, like it's like they are doing more than the governments combined or something like that and Uh like before spacex you know like um americans were buying like russian rockets which is kind of embarrassing maybe now like uh, thinking about it like 
uh, in, in, during the, the current Ukraine war, you know, it would not be possible. So if they didn't have yeah. SpaceX, so, you know, like Elon Musk is kind of like trolling on Twitter, like the old establishment. I think that recently he was like uh, trolling Soros. Yeah, so was, just like, Soros. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I didn't have, I was really busy at work, so I didn't have time for uh, like... Uh, these kind of uh, Twitter fights, but like uh, I was just, I just saw like a headline of an article or something. Like he's like uh, calling him a threat to civilization. Yeah, <laughs> which is okay. That's like uh, Elon Musk's antics, but uh, it's really uh, kind of he's like a exceptional uh, entrepreneur, like one of a kind uh, to have launched like all these companies uh, that, that are actually quite different from each other, like Tesla and SpaceX. But uh, you could see like, okay, um, yeah, I mean, the government is not the, the most powerful actor, you know, and it, it's like the network is kind of primary. So even like with the, the, the Democrats, you know, it's like the woke, uh, the, the woke kind of ideology that is operating on the network, like the... Uh, like on Twitter, it's like the main kind of battleground, like people fighting for status and uh, and doing virtue signaling. So it's uh, the woke ideology uh, is quite different from communism, but it also has some similarities. But the the kind of uh, communism was about the redistribution re, re of um, of resources and money between like the labor and capital. And uh, the woke ideology is about uh, redistribution of status. And the main uh, arena is not a factory, but the main arena are social media. So it's like, uh, you know, redistribution of status from the oppressors to the oppressed, uh, you know. And then you have like the 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 tech tech tribe or like what uh, Scott Alexander call, calls the great tribe. And actually, we could call the uh, call uh, this tribe orange tribe because it's like a nice color than green, <laughs> than uh, than orange. And basically, it's like you know, like just to combine it with uh, Bitcoin or Bitcoin maximalism, kind of, because Bitcoin is like the the flag of uh, technology. You know, uh, yeah. like uh, it's kind of uniting uh, the technological progressives. And so, uh, okay, this is like a small tribe, maybe the tech tribe, but it will grow, you know, especially if it connects uh, with the Bitcoin, mm, uh, like the orange, the Bitcoin orange. So, yeah, and uh, okay, and so, uh, yeah, this this orange and okay, orange versus green kind of means that uh, what happening? What happens to like now? It's like the the statism is gaining gain, gaining kind of power, you know. So it's like there is also this realignment, of, like so, like um, like the nationalism is on the rise, but also like this this kind of social socialist tendencies are also on the rise, like uh, government spending a lot of money post COVID, mm -hmm. and so it's like th this is like what uh, what he means, uh, what Balaji means between like a green. So it's like the green is like the color green of uh, let's say um, the greenback or the the dollar, you know, versus mm -hmm. the orange like the Bitcoin orange. So it's like from uh, blue and red to like green and orange. Mm -hmm. That's the realignment. Yeah. Okay, that's an uh, interesting analogy. Uh, but Balaj also suggests that the current, I mean, the current trend towards the uh, dollarization and central bank uh, banking crisis may lead to an attempt at uh, Bitcoin seizure. Do you think this is uh, this will happen soon? Yes, it might happen actually maybe sooner than what Balaji originally anticipated. It's like um, it's basically has this interesting. 
kind of uh, mm, mental model that is like uh, history is our past, like uh, future is our past. Um, Mm, uh, but it's like any uh, and the history repeats uh, itself um, but it's like uh, mm, but with uh, opposite outcomes you know so like there was this uh, uh, actually a successful attempt at gold seizure by FDR uh, in the 1930s it was like um, uh, yeah the the executive order six oh uh, six something <laughs> six thousand something uh mm-hmm. oh two or uh, yeah 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 i kind of forgot now the number uh before i got it right so uh, like uh so but there was a, a actually a, a successful attempt at um seizing also like the the uh people had to like sell sell the gold to the government like uh, and they, they it was like against hoarding now you would call it against the hodling maybe of gold you know so and they they sold it to the government they were like forced to sell it and the government then sold it at profit actually quite a lot like i think almost 70 percent if i if i'm correct Uh, profit uh, at the international market so it was like kind of like a tax on people (laughs) a tax on gold you know it's just like yeah, it was quite bad. And now what could happen, this could uh, be repeated, uh, but pr- probably with a different outcome, meaning it will, won't be successful, you know, uh, mm-hmm. at least in the West, it won't be uh, as successful or it will fail completely. As mm-hmm. At least that's like the prediction from this kind of model of like... Um, uh, uh the history is our future and uh, the future is our history but with uh opposite outcomes yeah yeah and if it does uh balaji believes also that uh bitcoin uh maximalism will go mainstream and take over the republican party just like the walks took over the democratic party in the last decade <laughs> you know yeah, yeah, right. So there, there, you have also the purple tribe, which is like the the combination between red and blue. So or the purple kind of states where uh, it's like kind of it's there. There is not a clear democratic or republican majority. You have some kind of small states that are um, embracing like crypto, for example, like Web three or DeFi and like DAOs. You know, there are some DAOs laws. Then there are some Bitcoin mining protection laws. Then there are, there is some kind of like Republicans, I think GOP, uh, uh, GOP in in Texas. So Republicans they are like kind of proposing some kind of uh, Bitcoin kind of protection. Uh, yeah, so like the the digital currency or the Bitcoins shall not be seized or shall not be infringed. To hold uh, the the right to hold cryptocurrency shall not be infringed. You know something like that. And so you have Miami, you have like uh, Florida uh, and Miami, or like uh, okay, so the Florida, the state, the governor is like fighting CBDCs. So you have like various, and of course you have okay El Salvador, but it's that's outside of the US. Um, but then, uh, but basically there are a lot of uh, not just Republicans. You have like Eric Adams, who is a Democrat, uh, also like receiving uh salary i don't know if it was if it was like three salaries the f- first three or if he's still receiving but he received his salary in bitcoin so it's you have also pockets of democrats like doing uh these kind of innovative things but the, mostly it's republicans you know like the kind of like the more populist uh or, or party meaning like but uh, or 
the more kind of reactionary against the old establishment party so they are like embracing bitcoin you know because let's say they are more on a periphery kind of you know yeah, um, it's, fascinating, it's fascinating how these two uh, seemingly, um, seemingly opposition movements can uh, have such a profound impact on the political landscape. Uh, but also Balaji suggests that the conflict between the orange and uh, green tribes could lead to uh, two dystopian, uh, dystopian scenarios, American anarchy and uh, Chinese control. Maybe if you can uh, if briefly explain um, more about these scenarios. Yeah, so like they're like sci-fi scenarios, uh, and Balaj, but uh, Balaji kind of believes that um, it's like kind of like the current situation, let's say in San Francisco, like with the the, the drug addiction crisis, uh, but and all or the January six and the, the riots of summer twenty twenty. If you kind of scale it up or like make it like, uh, let's say 10x in more intensive, you would get kind of closer to this like scenario of American anarchy. Like the, also I, uh, on previous podcasts, like I mentioned, like one kind of military uh, base or some in the US, like uh, I forgot this, I think it was called like Fort Bragg. Uh, where it was like an article I read, I think it was, I don't know, Wall Street Journal or I forgot, like, but it was kind of like serious me medium or like down, okay, downstream media, but like it was like, a, yeah, this uh, kind of uh, serious article uh, explaining like how they're like, they were like some mysterious, like kind of violent death of like the soldiers, like let's say due to some drug kind of uh, drug trade or like uh, some kind of strange things, you know, like when they were like off duty. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, I might I might find the article I was tweeting about it and it's kind of just like an illustration of this like American anarchy because it's like, like uh, basically the statistics in that article, they were like you are, I think, well, I think it was like 80 times more likely to die yeah. in in that base or like within the US for those soldiers like based there than uh, abroad, you know, which is mm -hmm. kind of like a crazy, you know, like, but it was like, they were like, like dozens of unexplained or like violent death that were being investigated. And it's just like a small kind of like one, uh, um, uh, yeah points or like um, data point or something but you can like you can see like let's say it's like crypto or before we were talking about social scams like how something goes vertical then it goes down but uh, but this is something similar like crypto you know sometimes you you have the the summers sometimes you have winters or something goes down but it kind of stays elevated you know so it's like let's say bitcoin can go to uh, sixty thousand, then it can drop to fifteen, but it's uh, it's more than it was like years ago, you know. So it's like kind of keeps uh, ups and downs, but kind of it's uh, it has an upward trend. And so Balaji observes something similar with like kind of uh, the kind of uh, violence in the American cities, you know, uh, post COVID nineteen, there were like the 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 the, the violent death kind of uh, you know went up and then they went down but they they keep being elevated so various like crime let's say in San Francisco and but or death uh, the violent death in Chicago some kind of like gangs violence and so uh, the American anarchy it's kind of uh, 
Mm, like a scenario where biology sees like two opposing forces, let's say like the Volks or um, it's like the left libertarians and the Bitcoin maximalists who are like the, the right libertarians and they're opposed to each other. Uh, but they also some uh, they are the forces that uh, are summing on 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 some kind of axis, and that axis is actually uh, towards decentralization or towards anarchy. So, like let's say the one side, the wokes uh, say like we are all equal, and the the Bitcoin maximalists say you ain't the boss of me, uh, but. Uh, the, uh, but these forces might be opposed on some kind of axis, right? But like they are like summing on uh, on these like vertical axes, like pulling everything down towards more anarchy and more decentralization because they're against authorities, you know? So they're against authoritarianism, but also against like any authority. So it's just like a kind of... Uh, leading towards um, more anarchy. So Balaji is more like kind of being a pragmatic or centrist. So he sees like that there are some kind of uh, disadvantages, even like in the maximalism, if you are, if you have too much sympathy and too much kind of equality, uh, you get uh, like the, the, the San Francisco scenario where, where there is like street crime and it's not controlled because like it's kind of like strange ideology, like this woke ideology. Then if it's like, but if you have an absence of um, absence of sympathy, you would get something like Russia in the 90s, like the people were totally like not trusting each other. It's also not good. Uh, and But if, if you have like too much, um, let's say Bitcoin maximalism you, or like kind of like uh, libertarianism, you might end up like with uh, kind of um, mm, people who are like against the division of labor because they, they, they want to rely also just on themselves. So they are also kind of losing trust uh, or they're just trusting themselves. So it's um, uh, then you end up in a kind of like paradoxical state uh, where you are against capitalism because you, I don't know, you are uh, getting your own water, uh, you know, mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't know, just like, preparing everything on your own it's kind of like uh, uh, that's also not good but also the absence of sovereignty is not good it's like the the devil's uh, devil's man you know or mm -hmm. like uh, eating eating the bugs <laughs> and living in the pod in the pod and yeah. owning nothing you know and being happy so that's another like kind of not maybe good scenario but like just like total sovereignty is also like just um uh, not viable because we live in the in society we live in a, in a tribe or in a kind of yeah uh, we have a community to take care of and then of course like the like now now you know biology also has like the the ccp uh, versus uh, nyt versus btc uh, mm -hmm. like a triangle which kind of maps on the the political compass so like the ccp is kind of the paradoxical like the uh, uh, kind of synthesis of like communist capital, then NYT is like the woke capital. So uh, it's like the this synergy or uh, synthesis, uh, Hegelian synthesis between uh, like the wokes and the capitalism. You know, so we have these woke corporations, which is kind of like a bit strange, but these things happen. These left-right fusions happen. And then you have uh, like crypto capital, which is also kind of like um, 
interesting phenomenon so yeah so okay you have these like these uh, these forces or these three forces and these kind of quadrants and now the the realignment uh, also in in the blue tribe or in uh, like blue america is from woke to statism so now people will be just like kind of trusting or being like dollar nationalists you know they yeah. will be believing in dollar and actually and and then they will and now the the red tribe will be like bitcoin maximalists because they will be like the bitcoin is you know balaji but like it's just like you know they took i don't know you know all these adverts uh like the box kind of like trying to piss off the other side so they're like i don't know making these uh woke adverts like claiming this beer i don't know so they took or this kind mm-hmm. of culture like cultural appropriation kind of thing it just <laughs> just to be funny so like i don't know you know the 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 conservatives or the the, the republicans they might be like they took our beer they took our i don't know grill <laughs> they took our uh, trucks you know like the, yeah. the trucks are woke the, the the beer is woke i don't know the yeah, the grilling or you can just like i don't know it's just like you have this uh plant-based meat or something so yeah. but bitcoin is still there you know so it's just like they took everything but bitcoin, bitcoin is the, still there. the only thing that remains the bitcoin is still there and the mm. same thing will happen actually with dollar until the dollar crashes so you know it's just like that's kind of the only thing that unites america and also like the blue tribe you know they're quite uh competitive and quite like um zero sum uh, these progressives so they they might be like uh, kind of hiding behind some kind of like for universalism um, balaji would call it you know like therefore like universal values um like kind of of equality equity and this and that but like uh, often it's just like a cover for like particularism of uh, like for their own network and their tribe so when they say like we are all we should be all equal but they what they mean uh, is like that um it's like they should be in in charge you know they should have the root access so it's like oh we need to to make sure that let's say the ai is safe uh and the ai is like properly i don't know it's like uh being ethical like you know ethical ai so but it kind of means that they should have the root access and like their tribes should have the root access and it should be centralized so they have like someone at open ai or someone at twitter who is like canceling people and who is like uh moderating so it's like okay they're like for universal values of tolerance or something but it's uh it's usually tolerance uh like everybody should tolerate them but they don't they 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 don't need to tolerate anyone because like they should be in charge it's like their their kind of ideology so yeah, so at the end, it's, it will be dollar versus Bitcoin. <laughs> at least mm. that's what Balaji says. Okay, uh, that's a very interesting perspective. Um, Jakub, as we wind up uh, this uh, episode, do you see uh, a clash between the orange and green tribes uh, as in, in, uh, inevitable? Well, I mean, ye- oh, yeah, uh, probably yes, because it's... Um, it doesn't it, it it wouldn't need to be like that i guess uh, we <laughs> we it, it could be kind of like very gradual you know like let's say 
the same way as you uh, back in 2000, the year 2000, people didn't spend much time online, you know, uh, but now some people spend like majority of their uh, day online in the cloud. So it could be kind of like very gradual and slow. Like, so people could have like, let's say 1% or 5% or 10% of their net worth in um, or their savings, let's say in crypto, like Bitcoin. And the majority in, in dollars or in some kind of other fiat, which you need to pay your bills, you know, and which is kind of at least used to be like stable, at least in a short term and depreciating in the long term. But now you see this high inflation and the, all these like energy crises, economic crises, um, real estate, like the commercial real estate crisis and all these like uh uh, other crises in the US but also in other countries and I think okay it, it will come to Europe as well like one thing that Balaji doesn't mention but I think it will be kind of obvious soon and it's uh, just like some weak signals now it's the, the legacy automakers so the legacy car companies I think they will face another crisis and, and there are like many others like the student debt uh, the debt ceiling um de-dollarization as you mentioned and all these kind of like crisis so you can say we live in a poly crisis or meta crisis or <laughs> perma crisis as 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 you you want to to call it you know like a permanent uh, or a, like poly like meaning like many crises together or meta so it means like there are some like common uh, drivers or like generator functions or uh, of these crises uh, I don't know, some kind of, yeah, like the, the too much centralization produces fragility and so th things break and they, um, and as Balaji says, like in case of emergency, there is like this decentralization button, you press it and, and when the, the old system doesn't work, you decentralize. So, uh, yeah, I, I guess there will be this clash because of this current uh, fiat crisis, uh, what Balaji calls the fiat crisis. Uh, so because people want to, um, in the West, they will kind of impose some kind of like maybe soft soft capital controls, but like burning all these crypto uh, to fiat bridges is kind of a way how to impose capital controls. Like, so they don't want people to get into the outside money, you know, like so-called outside money as uh, Arthur Hayes calls them. It's the money where you don't have a counterparty risk or where you don't, where you don't have the, where your man, uh, money is not like liability, liabilities on someone else's uh, balance sheet, you know? So mm -hmm. it's like your assets, but let's say they are parked at Coinbase, so they're like there are liabilities on the other side, or you even if you hold stocks or something, it's always if you, you know, it's just um, you know. But uh, he he says like okay, there is something like real estate, but okay, then if it's in a in a wrong jurisdiction, you might get in a trouble. If it's not like a crypto friendly jurisdiction, but you have like gold, real estate, Bitcoin, so these kind of assets which are like the outside money. So mm -hmm. I think you can also like, you know, the inside money, like the, the money that will uh, will fight the outside money somehow. So all the, the, the green tribe, the dollar nationalists, they will try to keep people in. So they will like try to impose like digital lockdowns or like digital Berlin walls, you know, so people don't flee to the free, free side. But uh, I think they will fail. Because mm -hmm. we are like uh, kind of uh, in the West, at least we are on a kind of like decentralization arc. So they will fail uh, things, Balaji. Mm -hmm. uh, 
Yeah, yeah, it's fascinating to see how the political uh, landscape is shifting, but I agree with you. Uh, this alignment is creating strange uh, bedfellows and alliances between uh, old freedom of speech leftists, uh, classical liberals, uh, technological progressive um, libertarians and uh, conservative uh, people on the right. Uh, thank you, Yaku, for your time. It's been a pleasure having you on the podcast. Yeah, thanks, Duke. It was a pleasure talking to you and talk to you soon. Well, thank you too. Uh, well, that brings us to the end of this episode. We hope you enjoyed the conversation with Yaku Shimek. Please don't forget to subscribe. This, I mean, give this episode a thumbs up and be sure to come back uh, next week for another episode. Until then, this is Duke Mtambo and don't forget to do good always. <laughs>